Most people by now have lost New Year's momentum because most people didn't set a resolution. They stated a preference, but for things to change, you need to change. And we're going to break through this today. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And this is the place where you're going to learn how to maximize your life, how to elevate your mindset, your career, your relationships to a level beyond anything you ever thought possible. But I have a question for you. What sets high performers apart? What allows them to succeed so much faster? What allows them to do it with less stress? And what allows them to do it without seemingly adding so much more to their plate? You know, there's this big myth out there that says in order to succeed, I have to work harder. Well, if that were true, if success or money came from effort, then anyone that put in a ton of effort would be wildly successful. And that's not the case, right? Think about people that are working 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week, 100 hours a week, and they have nothing to show for it. Now, it's no judgment on the person, but it proves the belief wrong that if we think money comes from effort, it's false. What's a way that people are able to succeed faster than ever before? And it has to do with how they think has to do with how they feel. And so what I wanna share with you today are the three things that I have found to allow them to shape that belief and turn it into something where it doesn't take adding more to your plate. It's just a couple of mindset shifts. Now after working with literally tens of thousands of people, I've discovered some patterns. I noticed that of those that are thriving and crushing it, not just in their business or career, but also in life, they have a few things in common. Now, before I tell you what those things are, think about what is happening around the world right about now. We're at the very end of February. A lot of people have lost their New Year's mojo, right? They've lost that excitement and that drive and that hunger. And the reason that that drive and hunger happens for about a month or two is because it's new. Everyone loves something new and new is not bad. New is a beautiful thing. There's nothing wrong with being excited by the new year. It's wonderful. But most people don't actually set resolutions. They state preferences because resolutions like we've talked about means to resolve, to cut out, to cut off any other opportunity. It's done in your own mind, but most people don't do that. And so if you're in that state where maybe you've lost that new year's mojo, or you just want a refresher, or you just want to immerse yourself in an opportunity to be able to just skyrocket your success, we need to realize that for things to change, we need to change. And so, like I said, I've recognized these patterns. Now I've had the privilege of my one-on-one clients. Every single one of them are wildly successful in business wildly. I'm talking multiple companies in the multiple millions of dollars. And after working with them and also coaching people in large group settings and other previous experiences, I've discovered that the people that are really crushing it have three things in common. And today I'm going to educate you on what those are. The first thing that they have is that they all live in what's called the success sweet spot. Now, what's the success sweet spot? I shouldn't say they live there all the time. They're human, right? So when I take a look at my life, I'm a high performer. We have a successful business. We serve people all over the world. It's amazing. And I love being able to say that, but I don't always exist in this state. So I would say that these people mostly live in what I call the success sweet spot because they're human beings too. They fall back just like everyone else. It's not about perfection. 
Now, what's the success sweet spot? The success sweet spot is this idea of striving for something so much bigger than what you have in life right now and also feeling fulfilled before you get there. Because what most people do is they say, I'll be happy when, or I should be there already, right? And they look at this goal or this dream thinking that hitting this goal or dream is going to make them feel something. And when you live this way, what ends up happening is that you're stressed out now. You can't be happy until. So when you're stressed out, are you the most resourceful version of yourself? No, you're not the most resourceful version of yourself. So you never actually create the opportunity to create the big goal or big dream because you're trying to create from a place of stress. Well, stress isn't a mindset of creation. That's not where it's going to come from. And so think about the consequences of that. You're likely not going to have the energy to create the big goal. You might start and stop and start and stop and it's inconsistency central. And then even if you magically happen to willpower your way to that achievement, you're not going to feel it. You're going to look at it and go, where's the joy? Where's the love? Where's the excitement? Where's the passion? I thought it would all be here. And that's not fair to you. Right? And even if you rely on willpower, willpower is a beautiful thing. Willpower has gotten me through some really tough times in my life. But willpower, if you rely on that alone, it leads to one thing. It leads to burnout. Have you ever done that? Like you strive and strive and strive and make yourself do the action steps to get to where you want to go. And when you get there, you're like, where's the joy? Where's the fulfillment? And eventually you get bored and exhausted and you start seeing your action steps to create the next big dream that will quote unquote prove your worthiness as almost like a chore, and then you view it like a chore, and then you start to get resentful of the actions that were the key to your freedom to begin with. And it's not fair to you. You're meant for more than that. You're meant to feel more alive than that. And what ends up happening when you aren't in the success sweet spot is that you bounce from peak to peak to peak. You go, where's the joy? You think the next goal or the next thing will prove your worth. Well, I have news for you. You're already worthy. You're worthy right now. You've always been worthy. You'll always be worthy. And what needs to change is your mindset that you approach success with. But think about what happens when you change this. When you learn to live in the success sweet spot, some magical things start happening. You start feeling fully alive wherever you are right now, even if it's not ideal, even if you're dissatisfied with where you are. You start feeling fulfilled. You start feeling appreciative of where you are. And then something interesting happens. You start getting new ideas. You start getting new ideas about what could change or what you could tweak or how you could grow or that product you could release or how you would serve people. And those ideas, when you live in that state consistently, those ideas come to life. And guess what happens then? You monetize them and they come to fruition and you're feeling fulfilled along the way. So your energy is building. So you're feeling happy every step of the way towards success. And then I shouldn't say every step, most steps of the way towards success. And then you get to that aspirational place and you celebrate it, and you're excited about it, and you can see how cool it is that you came this far. Because your happiness wasn't dependent on it, you're able to feel it more, and then you ask yourself, cool, what's next? And you feel this hunger, this drive to create more. That's what's possible for you when you live in the success sweet spot, but I'm telling you right now, if you are basing your happiness on creating that next thing, on achieving that next goal, it's not gonna be enough even if you achieve it. And you've probably experienced this before. Have you ever gotten your to-do list done and been stressed out you got to do it again, right? Or achieved that top rank and been like, oh, I thought that'd be cooler than it is, right? It's because we're not living in the success sweet spot. We need to learn to appreciate the journey. We need to learn how to do that. And when you do, magic starts happening. That's the first thing I have found 
in these super high performers, including myself, living in that success sweet spot, not perfectly, but the majority of the time, leads to the life that you want. The second thing, the second key piece of this, is that high performers who are sticking with their New Year's true, true resolutions and going after their big dreams and staying consistent in the areas of life they wanna stay consistent in, the second major key that they have in common that I've observed <clears throat> is that they've released perfection. Now, what does that mean, release perfection? Think about what most people do. They need to make sure everything is checked off the list, right? It's a fear of what happens if they don't get stuff done. And so what they'll do is they'll check all the little things off their list. I want you to ask yourself if you're doing this. Check all the little things off your list to make yourself feel like you're moving forward. But then there's this lingering sense of guilt that you didn't get the most important thing done. Even though you know you're supposed to take that bigger action step, you're just checking off the little things and you're mistaking movement for achievement because you're valuing check boxes as fulfillment. That's a sign you're living in perfection. Then what also likely happens if you're living in perfection is that you try to be perfect and try to be perfect and maybe you have a couple days where you get everything done, but you can't keep up with that. So what ends up happening is after a little bit, the human nervous system can't take that much fear and that much pain and that much self beating yourself up. So it interrupts the pattern. And that might be through binge watching TV or overeating or getting into lower states. Everyone's done this, myself included. I still do this from time to time. I'm not perfect at this, but I've gotten a lot better at this. And so after you get into that state of trying to avoid those tasks that you'd be perfect in, you watch TV, you, you, know, you smoke, you drink, you eat, whatever it is, then something interesting happens. You feel guilty about that limiting behavior. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. So then you try to be perfect again, right? You try to stick to a nutrition plan perfectly, but then you quote unquote mess up, even though it's not a mess up. And then you feel, and then you go and you binge eat a bunch of food. You're like, oh my gosh, well, screw it. I've had this. So why didn't I might as well just wait the whole weekend? I'll start Monday. Then you start feeling guilty and you try to be perfect again starting Monday. That's killing your mojo. It's killing your excitement towards your dreams. And on top of that, when you live in this state, you're always craving guarantees. And so how does perfection hurt us? It guarantees pain. One of my favorite quotes from, is from Tony Robbins and it's, Perfection is the lowest standard you can ever set for yourself because it guarantees pain. Now, how does it do that? It guarantees pain in one of three ways. Number one is if you have a big goal or a big dream, you likely won't start because you don't know how it's gonna go. You're craving guarantees, right? So think about the action you've taken since the beginning of the year. Have you taken massive action towards that big goal or big dream? If you're living in perfection, then maybe you haven't. You might, right? Or maybe not. But let's say that you're dealing with that first consequence of perfection. You might not start because you don't know how. You're always craving the guarantee. You wanna know how it's gonna go. And you're reading all the books, you're doing all the podcasts, you're listening to all the personal development. And it just feels like it's this information overload and you get stressed out into what I call personal development paralysis. And you feel like, well, I don't even know which way is up anymore. And you feel this pull, like I know I'm meant for so much more than what I'm getting out of life right now, but I'm not realizing it. I'm not seeing it, it's not coming to life. It's like reading a book about, about swimming instead of getting in the pool. The only way to actually get good at swimming is by getting in the pool. The only way to actually know how to be a great marketer is to not just study marketing, but actually attempt it. You will get more value out of attempting something than reading about something. I promise you that, that's where education comes from. The second way, and I want you to ask yourself if you're doing this way, the second way that perfection guarantees pain is that no matter what happens, you're consistently going to feel like a failure. 
and you'll try to avoid failure at all costs. You'll think about, well, I just want to make sure this goes right. And I'm not saying it's bad to want it to go right, but it's almost like expecting failure to never happen. And so what will happen is because we're so afraid of failure and we take failure to mean it's our failure, we'll tiptoe around it and we'll just do enough. Let's say we've gotten past the I don't know how and we're actually taking action. We'll do just enough effort to make sure that we don't fail. And so we never fully put ourselves out there. We never fully authentically serve the world. We never go all out towards our dream. We tiptoe towards our dreams, right? And a good example of this would be, let's say you want to grow a network marketing business and you're sending an invitation. What you'll do is you'll craft the invite and revise it and edit it just to make sure that they don't judge you and to make sure they hear the right thing and to make sure that they, you still are being perceived as non-salesy to them. And what ends up happening is you'll try it. You'll actually take the action, but it's been so calculated and so nitpicked that they can smell bullshit a mile away and they back off. They don't even want to deal with it or talk to you because it doesn't feel real. And so you end up failing anyways. And you reject yourself before you even get the opportunity to be rejected. This happens all the time. And so we tiptoe around failure. We never put ourselves in. We take baby action steps. And we think that that's going to give us the education. Little tiny action is going to give us the education. No, it's massive action that gives you the education. If you think about where success comes from, success comes from good judgment. Good judgment comes from experience. And experience is typically the result of bad judgment. So you have to put yourself out there. You have to try and be willing to fail. That's where you're going to gain the education. If you don't do this, you're going to feel stuck. You're going to feel exhausted. And the third way that perfection guarantees pain is exactly what we talked about in point number one. Nothing you do will feel like enough. You could earn all the money in the world and it won't feel like enough. You'll pay off debt. You'll be like, well, crap. Now I got to do this next thing and save all this or invest all this. It doesn't feel like it's enough and you're never satiated, you're never filled or f fulfilled. You just feel exhausted and you bounce from peak to peak going, where's the joy, where's the fulfillment? But if you shift this and you learn how to break through perfection, which I'll give you an opportunity in just a minute to learn how to do, when you break through that, I promise you, you will take more action than ever before, feel more fulfilled than ever before, and see better results and faster than ever before. And the feeling you're going to have when you look in the mirror is second to none. You're going to feel more alive than ever. It's a, mag it's a magnetic and beautiful place to be. It's truly fulfilling. And you realize that you don't need something certain before you can feel alive. It's a magical place to be. So those people that are truly performing well... Know how to release perfection. Not saying it doesn't creep up. It does. But they know how to release it. And I'll teach you how to do that soon. The third thing that I've seen all these high performers do is they know how to use what's called the magnetic success formula. It's a formula. It's a framework that I have taught for years now about, well, first of all, what most people say along their journey is, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the spousal support. I don't have the network. I don't have the list size. I don't have enough social media following. It's like this idea of I don't have enough resources, right? And what I've discovered along the way is that it's never a lack of resources that's the problem. It's our lack of resourcefulness. And so what we need to do is activate the magnetic success formula. And what that means is how do we tap into the very best version of us to create the money, to find or make the time, to gain the support, to gain the traction we need? How do we actually do that? There's a psychology behind that and people that actually do that and can make it seem like it happens like that. 
There's a way they're doing it. When you don't do this, it will feel like the world is against you. It'll feel like, oh, my spouse doesn't support me. Uh, what, maybe once I have the money, I don't have the time for this. Oh my gosh, you don't understand. I have three kids and all this stuff is going on. No, no, no. Who, who are you to tell me that I can? That time is an abundant res- or a, a, a resource that you can create whenever you want. You don't understand my situation, right? It creates these, these stories about why you're stuck. And you, then what happens is you start to value your story higher than your truth. I want you to ask yourself if you've done that. If you value your story higher than your truth, what does that mean? Let's use the example of kids. I got this Instagram message a couple months back that I'll never forget. I was talking in a podcast or something, and it was this one person. I forgot what the exact message was, but the general vibe was, I think that's BS, Brad. When you have more kids, you'll understand. I have I have three or four kids. I forgot the number. Three or four kids, and my spouse works full-time, and I work full-time. You don't understand my situation. It's harder for me. And I looked at it, and I was like, that's interesting, right? This person is clearly valuing their story over their truth. This person is finding significance in their story. This person is finding, making it makes them feel important to have a way out. It makes them feel important to have a great reason why they can't change. And it also makes them feel certain because they know how to handle that. They know how to handle that negative situation in life. And so if we don't activate the magnetic success formula, we find that our stories tend to dominate our lives. And we end up finding ourselves saying them over and over and over again. And whatever you say consistently becomes a belief. And if you say it even more, it becomes a conviction. And it feels like the truth, even though it's just your opinion. There are people I know with five, six, seven, eight kids, nine kids that have tremendous success, like just unbelievable success. And it wasn't the success that came first. The kids came first. It was the beliefs that needed to shift. But when you shift this, I'm telling you, there's a whole new world available to you. Time and money and resources and people and support and list and social media and all these things that you think need to happen first. They're a byproduct of activating the magnetic success formula. It changes everything. But if you're like most people I work with, this might logically make sense to you. But you're probably wondering, how do I actually do this? Like, how do I make it real in my own life? How do I take my own challenges in my own business or my own personal life and apply this to it? Well, I've created a completely free masterclass, literally this Wednesday, to show you exactly how to do it. It's on Wednesday, March 2nd at 10 a.m. Central Time. It's totally free. It's going to literally show you how to do what we talked about today, how to actually implement the three main points that I'll be covering that I talked about in this episode today. It's called How to Accelerate Your Success Without Working More Hours. It's going to show you how high performers literally live in that success sweet spot, how they appreciate the journey on the way to success instead of it being just a cliche. I'm going to teach you the skill of what I call anti-perfection. It's a framework to show you how to get out of perfection. And finally, I'm going to teach you the magnetic success formula. It's that formula for how do we attract all of those resources and not live in that story that holds us back. One of my dear friends and one of my clients, uh, Rochelle, she hit business goals that she hadn't hit in over seven months all because of what came after this class. It is a game changer. It will change your life forever. I know I talked about this in the episode last week, but it's not too late to register. It's this Wednesday, March 2nd. This is your final reminder about it. 
this Wednesday, March 2nd at 10 a.m. Central Time. It is a life-changing class. We'll show you how to implement everything we talked about today. So get registered at the link that we've linked up right below this. Watch it change your life forever. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Master today. I'm so excited to serve you in that masterclass. Make sure you go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I will see you on Wednesday in the masterclass.